to the Four Hauntsmen. This is our second episode. We're here with Nathan. Hello. <laughs> Drew. What up, what up? And Paul. Hey, hey. And this is Kyle. I, I can't believe, guys, we're back for a second episode. I really didn't think we were going to be here. We got renewed. <laughs> yeah, they liked us. We did a pilot episode. <laughs> But um, speaking of people liking it, the, the feedback was very positive. And, uh, you know, we saw some really great comments from folks, both on social media as well as uh, on the YouTube version of the, the, the podcast and even on the subscription page on iTunes. I was surprised people left a review out there. So I didn't the see feedback's that. Feedback's been great. What? We got a review on iTunes? Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. It's incredible. So, uh, it, you know, some of the feedback to date said um, it was interesting to, to bring the audiences together. It felt like four guys hanging out and shooting the breeze about haunts. Um, the conversation wasn't dominated by one person. Um, and it looks like, at least on YouTube, the you know, we've got some subscribers happening already, which is it's funny because that was kind of like an afterthought, um, you know, to, to throw it up there. Um, and we've got some views happening there. And... I don't know, Paul, if you know how um, we're doing with uh, how the cast is, um, you know, progressing on iTunes or Stitcher or these other areas. I think we pretty much have it everywhere at this point. Yeah, I mean, we are all over the place. Um, if I'm being honest, I didn't turn on the metrics the first day we released. So um, I don't know how that first day did. But since then, we've done very well. Uh, thank you, everyone, for subscribing, listening um from all our various sources uh it seems like the biggest ones obviously being youtube and stitcher and not stitcher uh um itunes but uh actually you know that would be really beneficial for me and for us if you guys kind of like tweet at us at four hauntsmen um or leave uh comments at iomgeek.com or on youtube or pretty much anywhere contact us some way somehow let us know how you listen to our podcast because it would be great to know kind of where everyone comes from it seems like it's mostly itunes and youtube but kind of interesting to see where people come from also at nathan's hot dogs now they have a contact us section yeah yeah how did that uh how did that fourth of july contest go nathan Pretty good. The count the votes right now. Oh my god! So you know, I'm at the gym on July 5th, right? And they show the Nathan's hot dog. They show your hot dog eating contest, Nathan, on TV while I'm at the gym, and I'm watching like the people shove the thing, the hot dogs down their throat. Like, oh my god, this is horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Got to dip it in the water, man. Make it nice. I was and waiting soggy. for you to say they're reminding me of like a. Uh... Where where do I come in all that story? <laughs> <laughs> Shove Nathan down the gullet. <laughs> that, it was the poor Snapchat hot dogs family. They're all gone. So I, I think we wanted probably to kick off with um, a little Halloween Horror Nights talk. Although there's uh, there's not a tremendous amount of updates out there at this point. <laughs> Um, you know, I kind of tweeted out earlier this week that it would be funny if they never announced a single thing again until um, we reached um, you know, the employee preview, which I, you know, I, I couldn't see that happening because everyone has kind of big mouths when it comes time to um, do their, their warm-ups you know, and, and get folks in gear for, for their scares. But um, I'm not minding the lack of updates. I don't know how you guys feel. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't mind the lack of updates um, because I've already decided I'm going to go. 
I would mind it if I was on the fence, you know, because for as long as I've been going to Horror Nights, other than the first year I went, I've kind of been, I've, I've kind of waited to see what the theme is before I go, before I book my trip. And so if I was on the fence or wasn't sure, then I'd be like, all right, like the longer I wait, it's going to cost more for everything. So <laughs> I get it. I get the frustration, but I also see, you know, I see both sides. Like, now that I know I'm going, I'm okay. Like, I don't care. I, I, I Spoiler free. Um, but if I was, like, if I hadn't bought my tickets and I was like, well, let me see what houses they have this year. Because it may be, you know, it may be Penn and Teller and, you know, like, stuff that I'm not interested in. Um, then, then I'd be, you know, hesitant. Then I'd be a, a little bit frustrated. It doesn't bother me per se from their standpoint, but I think the reactions to it from other people is what's really annoying me now. Uh, I mean, I was talking to Kyle about this today, but people that, I mean, let's let's be let's be real here. If you searched for the rumored list for the event, it's not hard to find it at this point of what the rumored IPs and the original houses and even some of the scare zones are. But then there's people that don't want to just like like sites that are trying to report this news, but they don't want to get on Universal's bad side. So instead of just outright saying that, they try and make it like as if they're speculating and coming up with clues and you know taking things from point A to point B that are just I mean it's a stretch. And we're getting to the point where I mean it's what what's today July thirteenth. I, at this point last year, we had we had known so much stuff about the event, and this year we know nothing. So, th- I mean, this is like old school. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we know two things, but <laughs> in in the you know in the scope of the event, we know not a lot. So, people are just losing their minds, and that's what's driving me crazy. It's just how the fans of Horror Nights are the best and the worst at the same time. So. You know, we talked about this last time that Kyle and I work for the same uh, organization, nonprofit, nonprofit. <clears throat> yeah, we work for the same nonprofit, right? And so, <laughs> Kyle has 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 been delicate about not giving me a hard time, but I bought into the hype of these stupid rumors, right? Where they're like, "There's going to be a big reveal this Wednesday." There's going to be a big reveal this Wednesday. I took no. I worked from home. I worked at home that that day just in case it was a big oh, freaking event so that I could like be available to record a video or talk about it or some type of stuff and you know it, of course of course there was nothing Come on, um, man. I know. I will Wait, not. Do you know that what? Again. Here, the best is tell them tell them what you thought the reveal was or that that particular moment. Oh wait, which one? What? No. The, you, yeah, because Paul had pinged me in the morning and said, "You saw the thing about the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter reveal for Halloween <laughs> Horror Nights? Oh, they announced it today at like two o'clock or something." So I was like, "What? Wow, <laughs> the Death Eaters thing? Like, oh my god! Like, I'm not, I, I'm not. You know, it's because you know those someone read articles five the digits in a code. What'd you say, Nathan? <laughs> I was like, those Onion articles are the worst. <laughs> That's what it's come down to. I mean, God bless people. I mean, everyone's you know obviously allowed to to think what they want and and do what they want. Um, you know, I think there's a struggle to be first. There's there's such a glut at you know within you know the quote unquote expert category or or people well, that are being looked to for sources here, so that everyone wants to be the first to try to push something out. Here's my opinion on everything. It's kind of a two part thing, but one, 
this year I'm having a really good streak uh, going into things with really low expectations and coming out okay. Uh, number one being the Mummy movie. I was kicking and like screaming it. the entire time. I loved it. Um, but with this, I think there's a reason there's no real big announcements. I think they already showed their hand as far as, you know, the top tier go. I think Shining and American Horror Story, I think that's it as far as, like, super huge IPs go. I think that's all they have to show. You know, like, they have, a you know, their title card to be able to push out there and get people interested in maybe buying tickets initially the first wave. You know, they, they've... They win the award every year. They're the they're the biggest. They're the best. I've always said, you know, the the difference between them and other haunts is that they're slick. People are gonna go to Halloween Horror Nights because it's the thing. So they push out um, American Horror Story. People love American Horror Story. I still have not seen one single episode. Um, it's good. I'm sorry for all of the listeners that are gonna say like, well, how could that possibly be? I, you know, I it's a little tough to fit in TV time, and when I do, it's King of Queens. So, or <laughs> hockey or baseball. Oh, that house was on the rumored list also. <laughs> the the, 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 the Kevin Sunday scare zone. Yeah, that's the <laughs> super house, the, the big house this year. <laughs> the mega house. The big UPS truck in the middle of New York Street right now. <laughs> Breaking, confirmed. <laughs> But people, I mean, I think like Drew said, you know, there's people that are, are looking at um, um, pictures and reading into like the every last word in a text and the ad. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I think I'm numb at this point. I think that's probably the consensus of what we're getting here as well. I mean, you go onto the Halloween Horror Nights website. Um, I, I don't know anything of what what what's taking place. You know, we're talking about soul collectors. And everyone's, you know, going logging in because in the past we did the same thing for Jack. Um, and, you know, some people got rewarded. Wink, wink. Some people, Universal, I'm looking at you. I'm not one of the, the, the few chosen folks. I went. Um, you know, for, yeah, any of those, <laughs> the, 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 the extra celebration pieces. But, um, you know, and I, I don't know, the other day it was up to like 20,000 something um, people that I think that had... Um, registered their email address i mean basically you know universal has done a fantastic job at collecting email addresses so that if they wanted to they could resell your stuff to every spam bot in the universe at this point um but outside of it um the soul collectors piece i mean i see everybody tweeting about it i still don't know a lot about it myself you know what do you guys think i haven't i have no idea outside of what i read um but it's obviously evil dead confirmation right there <laughs> I, I mean, I, if anything, maybe a new icon. I think it's not so much an icon, but I think it's going to be like the minions of an icon are going to be like the soul collectors. Like, I don't know if you guys remember back at like Horror Nights 22, there was those the skull characters, the iniquitous that were on the stilts and everything. Yeah. They were pretty cool. I think that like, you know, the rumor was that there was going to be some kind of like lady death as the main icon. I could see lady death, but having these, you know, soul collector characters being like her henchmen. It's kind of like what I think. And like, we're being recruited to be one of those henchmen type of deal. That's my opinion on the matter. Can you imagine if there was four of them? I'm just saying, you <laughs> uh, might be sitting on bronze right now <laughs> universal you know this uh you know so 
the Soul Collectors thing, and I know everyone's kind of got hyped about it, right? Um, you know, it, it, for me, it basically just feels like the next Jack's Maniacs or whatever it was last year with Chance. It's just, you know, you're signing up for the email list and the potential to be on that. I, I say the potential to be on that social media gathering, but, you know, we'll say 20,000 deep. Good luck. <laughs> But, you know, I, I, there, there, there was a lot of hype about the little trailer thing. There were some images in there that were clearly teases for certain things. I, I, like, I mean, it, it, it was an, a little bit. It's, it's a little teaser, right? I mean, it feels like something that should have happened like three months ago, if it's just a <laughs> teaser, but I'll take it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to make out of anything. I just, you know, there's, I, I think because people make so much out of nothing, it's difficult to make... Um, some of your own uninfluenced, you know, decisions or or speculation about like what what things could be. I think, you know, the the honest truth I'm going to shoot here a little bit is the the little tree you know preview that they have of like the person's head coming up with the hands and everything. It looks like every other year of Halloween Horror Nights. Like you you know every trailer is just kind of generic at this point to me i can if you were to go back and look at these things or shuffle the deck and not have the the pieces tied to them you know you probably couldn't tell the difference of like what year some of these things are from it's almost like hollow scream vibes so far you know it just doesn't really feel like halloween horror nights type pieces that we're getting just yet yeah but going back the last two summers it seemed like they were predominant huge IPs and they were able to trickle them out every few weeks, you know, one after another. That's why I keep going back to, I think the shining American horror story are really their biggest. I'm, I'm sure they have a couple other IPs, but nowhere near the stadium level as those two are like in the past, you know, I you think Halloween, all these other ones. There's one more that I think they're going to focus on in the marketing. And it's not really something that people are thinking much about. I think personally that if the rumor is true that the purge is coming back as a scare zone it's going to be one of the focuses because it it is a popular property yeah i mean i'm hearing rumors of saw right but there hasn't actually been a a trailer for that new saw movie yet either so they could be mm-hmm. waiting on on some of that too you know this uh, jigsaw jigsaw paul jigsaw. that's the that's the dracula untold of this year yeah you know, that's the marketing that's the marketing playhouse. Well, the Hollywood guy was ever every uh, Comic Con he seems to be there and announcing another maze and they announce a certain horror movie. If they announce Jigsaw next week at Comic Con, I'm just saying. Yeah, true. Jigsaw for icon. Yeah. Well, not for an icon, but just I'm saying like if for the maze. <laughs> the movie comes out the twenty seventh of October. Yeah, because Lionsgate does have something at Comic-Con, so they could be waiting for some of that. Um, you know, someone, one of our viewers actually asked a question uh, after the first episode that asked if Halloween Horror Nights has run out of decent IPs to use um, from the existing IPs. I don't know. I think that's a pretty decent question, because would there be, like, a dream house or an IP that you guys think hasn't been used that you like to see them used? I struggle to mm-hmm. think of one. Oh, I got. Wait, you're struggling to think of any that they haven't done yet? Yeah, that that I would like to see that they haven't done yet. I'm gonna throw this out there, and I say it every year, but uh, Treehouse of uh, Horror. Oh yeah, huh. <laughs> I've asked. Uh, huh. I don't know if Mike's gonna listen to the podcast, but I've asked that of Mike like every year during every media event for 
Halloween Horror yeah, Nights. Yeah, they can't make it scary. How do you make a three-dimensional? No, character? I mean, I, I think that he'd be totally into it. It's it's not it's not a um, a universal thing. It's an IP thing of of you know Fox or whoever. You know, like the Simpsons ownership is not down for it. You know, they they're looking at how their characters are being portrayed. So that's the answer that we've gotten every year. I mean, I, I get the. I, I think the logistics of doing the Treehouse of Horror is what makes it difficult. Um, you know, because you'd have to have the characters and the the costumes and, and cost. Like yeah, and cost. cost is huge. Yeah, yep. I mean, it. I get. I get how difficult that would be to put on, but quite frankly, I think it would be worth it. I really yeah. do. Um, I, even if they just made it a scare zone in the Simpsons land and just had, you know, the characters walking around in in different as you know different. Um, costumes from you know inspired in by different things <laughs> yeah you know just inspired by you know of the the, the different treehouse of horrors like the the doll the homer doll and stuff like that or the your best doll. case scenario would probably just be just an overlay for the ride a new video they could plug it in every year at halloween horror nights in, in both coasts you yeah, know I think that's the easiest way you can do it, and then just fill the land with the with the you know treehouse of horror music, and there you go, simple fix. Um, but as far as that IP question goes, I, I I don't necessarily think they'll ever run out. I mean, yeah, they're going to run out of the big names, of course. That's going to happen. There's some that they may just never get, and then there's some that they're going to use and put on the back burner for another time. But like, let's look at something like Krampus from last year. That may have not have been a big property that's going to bring people in, but some properties just translate well to Halloween Horror Nights, whereas others, like The Exorcist, are huge properties, and they just don't translate as well. Yep. So there's there's a bridge there where you know something like Saw is a popular property 10 years ago, <laughs> but you can see why they would want to bring something like that in. I but think then, it's also subjective too, though, right? Well, I mean – those some are people... easier to get because you look at a lot of these, they get them when they have a new movie coming out or a remake. It's easier to get the license. The studio is more likely to let them do it because it's marketing for them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, then you look at something older like The Exorcist or The Shining. I mean, well, The Shining was probably a nightmare to get, but some of them, they could probably get dirt cheap. But, I mean, what do they have? Uh, like Halloween. I mean, that's an uh, the producer that died his son took over so i mean i'm sure he's just he, yeah yeah oh, we'll do it. it that's fine coming next year halloween remake starring the rock well there is i mean there is like a reboot coming out next year i think so i wouldn't be surprised to see michael myers again next year yeah i would you know I, i'm, I'm kind of bummed that the mummy wasn't a bigger hit because i would have liked to have seen some type of mummy presence in the park since it's the start of the dark universe you know they could have continued that presence and eventually made it the theme of Halloween Horror Nights, eventually, you know, five years down the line when they've released more movies. It still could happen. I'm it's, surprised they're not doing it simply because they have all the stuff from Tomb of the Ancients last year. Yeah, fair point. Y- you just repurpose it, you know? I'm I'm pretty yeah, surprised, but... It didn't I really guess, take place in a tomb. Well, you know, I, a generic mummy house with a the lot characters it in it. A lot of it had, like, that tomb-type stuff. I of course, yeah. I mean, they stuff. probably could have used, like... Uh, New York or the outside of uh, Potter, but that would never happen. I, I would have loved to have like a mummy house based on the movie. I'd be totally fine with that. I think, you know, just to to wrap the, the, the running out of decent IP thing, I also, again, I think it's subjective what the decent IP is. Um, of course. You know, 
I, I know probably all of us are, are somewhat down on saw or thinking, you know, like, well, who's going to want to necessarily pay? Like who, who is it bringing in? But on the other hand, you know, if they were to introduce Chucky and I said this before half jokingly, I think in the first week, but, um, if Chucky was somehow injected in the event, I mean, it's ridiculous. Like we, we've had a video that has over 11 million hits because of Chucky's involvement in it. People <laughs> legit click on that video because of the thumbnail with Chucky in it and because they want to see Chucky and, and his bride. It, it, you know, it, and that's again, it's subjective. Most people, if you were to tell them like, Oh dude, they're coming out with a Chucky house. You'd be like, Oh God, like who wants that? But it, it, it's it's everybody's personal flavor. Like, you know, what do they want to see? Which, a lot of people want to see American Horror Story. I couldn't care less about it. Agreed. But uh, funny funny point that I saw this found out this week is that you know there's the rumored Blumhouse mashup house, and Blumhouse now has the rights to Chucky. That would be amazing because they're releasing like a whole big box set of all the movies on Blu-ray this this October. So. Did you guys oh God, see the that trailer for that. the new one? The Cult of Chucky? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that looks great. <laughs> I, like, I love the Chucky films, and I really liked the last one, so I'm, I'm totally on board for this one. Now that I said that, like every like when they let the media like come through and film two houses or whatever, like everybody in the middle is going to film Chucky and hopefully like put it up. Like, <laughs> Chucky's going to give me 11 million hits on my channel. But anyway, um, there is construction in the streets starting to happen. So some of the rooftops are getting prepped. I saw our, um, uh, some of our friends in uh, in theme park Twitter land and theme park land altogether, media land, have uh, posted fo- photos uh, about the the lighting and the structures that are being put up. So it's happening. Yeah, we're legit like two months out. It's good stuff. Crazy. Um, one thing to to think of. Um, you know, I think Paul touched on this before. As far as you know, whether IPs are, are drying up or not, is there a dream house that somebody would want to see out there? What's not been done that you would like to see? <laughs> the house of horror. Anyone who knows me or has listened to Orlando United slash Inside Universal knows that I would kill for a Jason X house. That is the one movie that I would love to see come to life. You may actually have to kill somebody for that. <laughs> I might consider it. Yeah, for me, I, I, you know, I'd like to see a return to like music houses in um, Halloween Horror Nights. Very, um, very, prob- very much the, the unpopular opinion, but I don't want to see something in like a 3D house. I mean, there's so many artists out there now that I think you could partner with that would bring a lot of people in. Um, we just saw Avenged Sevenfold last week. Um, open for Metallica. I mean, the logos and the, the graphics that Halloween Horror Nights uses to begin with. I have the Halloween Horror Nights webpage up. I mean, the skull looks like it's something out of Avenged Sevenfold's uh, repertoire to begin with. I, I, I think you know if you had put a house up from them or from like Metallica, I'm still you know cursing the day that we didn't get the Black Sabbath house here, or you know have Rob Zombie go to town or Maria Brink from In This Moment. I'd I'd love to see a house based oh, off of those. Who? I saw all those. Oh, okay. I thought you said you wanted Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Dreamhouse. Dark Carnival. <laughs> 3D. Yes. <laughs> no, I saw, I, I, the Black Sabbath was like the last one I saw in California. I think in my lifetime I've done, God, three or four different Rob Zombie mazes. Not even all at Universal. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Dreamhouse being 
Dead Space, the video game. Done. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. And if it meant we got a new video game, I'd be good with that, too. Would it be interactive? No, I'm just, I mean, yeah, not like the Resident Evil house, but it, Dead Space is a video game, but it's really kind of, a, it's almost like the Thing and Alien put together. Imagine, like, all the monsters from the Thing, but in the location of the first Alien, like the Nostromo, basically. Mm. Was, it's a uh, great game. Was the Resident Evil house interactive? No, it was just very bad. <laughs> that was um, years I missed. There was a lot of eye candy to it, Paul. Like I, I liked looking at everything around because it felt like you were kind of in the game. But it, it just—I mean, it's not. It, it, you know, my biggest complaint about Halloween Horror Nights is that it's not scary. I mean, that house was definitely not scary. No. Yeah. But if you played the games, like especially Resident Evil Two, you could see a lot of the little details. But uh, the one thing I hated more than anything was Nemesis was probably like somebody that weighed maybe 120 pounds and five foot. <laughs> nine and they just kind of put shoulder pads on him and he was above you with the gatling gun but other than that i mean you looked around you saw the typewriter a little box of ammo the herbs everywhere i thought it was cool i I, one of my excuses for it is i always said that i think that it might have been intentionally kind of corny because if you put on a playstation one and you played resident evil one and two it's obviously doesn't hold up no so i don't know if that was the intention of it but that was my theory on it you could even do, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say it, only because there's another game coming out, but Until Dawn. I mean, I that game's just got downloaded story. it last night. It's free this month, I think, right? Mm-hmm. PlayStation. Yeah, oh, it's it? definitely, it's a fun, I mean, it's not like an action game. It's, it's a choose-your-own-adventure, but the story, it's got a good twist in it, and I honestly think that could turn into a house easily. You know, you just brought up a fun point. Um, choose-your-own-adventure. What You know, one of the best haunts that we went to last year, um, Nathan and myself, we went to Screamageddon, and there was a house based off the prison that it's almost like people would not follow the same path um, nope. through the house because there were multiple ways to go in the house. I mean, that would be something fun to see at, at Halloween Horror Nights. It would have to be an up uh, pay upgrade. No way in hell would that ever work. Yeah. I mean, look at last year when they tried having the branching paths in uh, Tomb of the Ancients, and eventually they just cut it off. That lasted like a week. Yeah, it just it would never work with that many people. It would have to be small groups contained, kind of how Scream Again was. It's true. Yeah. Hey, Paul, how about you, Dreamhouse? You know, I don't know. Like, there have been so many that have already happened. You know, like, the thing clearly would have been one, and then it happened, and I, I didn't really like it. <laughs> the the other the other thing house was amazing from seventeen. Yes, uh, yeah. the remake one was the not so amazing. One. And then there was the rumor for the thing out in California this year, but apparently that got scrapped. Yeah, I mean there. Are, I mean of course there are like low budget or lower grade horror films that I would love to see, but you know they're not going to do like some of my direct to DVD stuff that I love or you know foreign horror. It'd be cool to see like a J horror like. Um, you know, like a ring or a, a grudge or a combination thereof or something inspired by that. Uh, but I guess you that stop. Would... You'd have to stop before all of the haunts and somebody would have like a, a placard up underneath there with the translation of what's happening. <laughs> exactly. A subtitle. <laughs> uh, but, you know, for what it's worth, I think um, one of the years that I missed was um, I, th- I think it was. Well, I guess it was the year 12 was when it was at Islands of Adventure, or one of the years it was at Islands of Adventure, and they had a, a scare zone themed to uh, Carnage, the Spider-Man villain Carnage. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it would be pretty sweet 
if they were able to use that license in some capacity during Horror Nights, maybe not necessarily a Return of Carnage, but, you know, a Blade House or a Morbius House or any of those, you know, kind of incorporating any of the Marvel Werewolf by Night or any of those characters or all those characters into one Ghost Rider or something. You know, see what I'm saying? Like, just kind of like incorporating the Marvel Supernatural characters into a haunted house. I would dig the hell out of that. That would be cool. I would tell me they totally call the uh, writer for uh, the Hulk and get on that. Whoever redid the coaster. Yeah, good point. I like that idea. What about like Casper or Little Hot Stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina right, the Teenage uh, Witch? I'd, I'd be all about yeah. it. Not? Goosebumps. Oh, I'm like TV show Sabrina. I love that cat. I can't remember the cat's name. <laughs> Wasn't the cat Are Salem? Are you afraid of the dark? Salem, that's right. He would always talk. That was the best. I wonder if Salem's still alive. He might be in the animal show at Universal. And him, and, him and Frank the Pug are BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, moving on to Hollow Scream. Um, we've got a couple of Hollow Scream uh, thoughts um, for both Tampa and Bush Gardens. I'm sorry, Bush Gardens Williamsburg. <laughs> <laughs> <And Bush> Gardens. <laughs> so the Bush Gardens Williamsburg stuff is pretty quick. Um, you know, while we are recording this, Bush Gardens Williamsburg released on their Facebook page. They had a Facebook Live video where they announced that, um, you know, usually the opening night is uh, the first weekend of the event. I, I will tell you, the first Friday of the event is typically the best night to go. Um, probably not because I just told you. But, uh, you know, the, the first Friday is just perfect. I always go then. Um, it, they kind of consider it a preview night. It's not as crowded. Um, this year, they're making it a past member preview night, which is pretty sweet. So it'll be even less crowded. Um, that'll occur on September 22nd. But the big news, uh, they announced two big things today, um, which is one, their longest running haunted house, which is called Bitten, um, which if you've been to Busch Gardens, Williamsburg, is all the way in the back of the park. They have um, kind of a, a facility back there that has always been converted to this vampire haunted house. I shouldn't say always, but it's been a good seven years, if not more, that they've been doing this bitten house. Um, that they they are finally retiring that house, um, you know, which was inspired by Dracula. They even played the the music from Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula in the house while you walk through it. I always enjoyed it. I mean, it you know, it's it was the same house every year. Um, but they were also, they also announced that they are doing a house called, I think frostbite is the name of it. Um, but what'll make it different is that it's actually going to be inside of a dark ride. Um, I guess they're shutting down the dark ride for the duration of Halloween heart, uh, hollow screen, <laughs> and they are converting it into a dark ride. Um, they said, you know, you'll actually be going down where the cars would normally go. Um, you know, you'll be walking through the castle. It's a, it's a pretty, it is Bush Gardens step up ride. It's Bush Gardens, Disney type ride with amazing theming and awesome exterior, uh, things like that. And they're, they're converting it into a, um, a haunt called frostbite. So that's, that's a pretty interesting thing. I'm, I'm kind of, interested in seeing how that turns out well the cold never bothered me anyway paul <laughs> <laughs> so well you guys down in tampa you guys got a couple of announcements didn't you yeah so in uh, in the tampa bush gardens we have two houses announced so far and i know some people were bemoaning the fact that some of the houses um, you know, obviously they're repeats from last year, but that's kind of the MO for Bush Gardens, right? You, you normally get the bulk of things 
repeated and then maybe like one or two new houses a year. Um, but the two houses that were announced were very popular from the last two years. They were the best houses that were created for the last two years, in my opinion. Um, one uh, was unearthed. That was announced today. So that was the Icon house from two years ago. They brought that back last year also, although the Icon was not in the house last year. So it was kind of odd just walking through that one walkway where the Icon was um, two years ago. And it was just empty last year. Um, but that house is um, – it's legit scary. It's a, it's a great house. Is that the uh, one that it was like a dig site when you're walking to it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, luckily, they still haven't coaster. torn down their roller coaster that it's built in. So uh, <laughs> it's still there. Um, and that, that was that's kind of the premise. Like, you know, they were supposed to be tearing down that roller coaster. I think it's Guazi, right? Yeah. Um, that the, the yeah. wooden coaster. Because I used to call and, it Guano. <laughs> And uh, they unearth this, um, you know, this, this evil that's underground. Uh, I, I love the house. Uh, the first room that you walk in is one of my favorites. There's like a stuffed dog off to the side. It, that's the MVP of the event to me. Because you laugh at that that ridiculous prop. And, you know, there's other stuff that's jumping out at you. So I do love that house. Plus, it takes pictures of you in the house, which is something I think that Halloween Horror Nights has really been missing out on um, to date. Um, you know, you could buy your picture as you're getting um, the crap scared out of you as you walk through one of the areas um the other house that they announced that's coming back is uh, motel hell mm -hmm. and you know to me out of any of the the haunts that we went to last year um florida based that was the mvp that was the house of the year i i loved motel hell i'd give it a six out of five that was my favorite house to go through nathan what did you think i liked it a lot um trying to remember everything at Hollow Scream. That was definitely my top three, but I feel like that one where it's like a zombie mortuary. Yeah, I love that house too. I'm not sure if that'll be back this year because I think they're building like an encasement for that um, mousetrap roller coaster that's over in that area. And that, that house is kind of based off to the side of that. I'm hoping it is because zombie mortuary is one of my favorites. It's very confined space. Oh, yeah. Uh, very scary. Very that pitch was That motel hell and then... Um, Whatever one I kept dropping my drink in, so we went on back to back. The Bayou the or Bayou House, yeah, that one. So I'd say yeah, those three. But the Motel Hell, it definitely had the best theming, especially when you're walking up to it. It was a pretty long house too. Yeah, I, I love like you go through. It's basically like going through a hotel. I mean, you go through the the swimming pool area where there's 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 scares in there that that area it's it's it was really exceptionally done especially for when you're expecting at hollow scream like something's going to be a little bit less glossy um but it, it, those were the two houses that were announced um we've heard rumors that there'll be one or two new houses this year so waiting for the additional information the other stuff that got announced for hollow scream um some of the pricing is up not all of the pricing um, for for the event. They have a really ridiculously cheap um, price. You know, I know I've been Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. It, the Hollow Scream is included in the base ticket price, but here, um, I think the bang for your buck is usually pretty awesome to begin with. But right now, until mid August, you can get a ticket to Hollow Scream um, for just thirty bucks. So it's twenty nine ninety nine, and that's a, the deal's good until the, the the middle of of August. But that does not include. Like the the package deals, which I would recommend myself. Um, I, I know Nathan did that last year with us, um, and you know the package deals. I, you get 
kind of like a front of the line access for a certain amount of time, uh, you know, a buffet meal that includes like beverages, et cetera. And um, you get to watch the dinner show before, um, you know, Fiends, which is kind of like Bill, their version of Bill and Ted's um, before the, the regular crowds get in. So um, but the rides are open during the event. I, I, I can't stress enough how much I love Hollow Scream. If I lived closer to the Tampa area, I'd probably go to Hollow Scream more than I would go to Halloween Horror Nights. Plus, yeah, there's Manus Bush everywhere. Manus Bush is for real. He <laughs> <laughs> probably had um, one scare zone where it was basically kind of a kid's playground. But there was like yeah. all these dolls hung from the trees or like kids being hung. That was so like, It was really – that whole event was just a lot darker than Horror Nights. Um, I mean, I see like where Horror Nights is gorier. This one was just dark, like in tone. And there is man as bush, as man as garbage can, as man as everywhere. <laughs> I gotta say, I've always been a fan of uh, the Bush Gardens Tampa Hallow Scream. If you can, I recommend going with their, um, you know, how Halloween Horror Nights has their, um, what is the the behind the scenes or the VIP one? Is it just called VIP or RIP yeah, I think tours? Yeah, Halloween Horror Nights, it's RIP. I think in Bush Gardens, it's just VIP. Totally worth it at Bush Gardens. It's a whole experience. Um, like it is when I did it and keep in mind, I did it like a while back, but it was like a whole experience where even the, the drink stops, um, were like private drink stops themed to, uh, zombie safe houses. Um, like it was just a whole thing. Even the gathering area was kind of like, um, themed to like a, a, a camp where survivors of a zombie apocalypse would, would gather and they had a scare actor dressed as a zombie in a cage. Like it was a, a whole different experience, which was pretty sweet. Um, and, you know, to Nathan's point about the event being darker, I, I really feel that's very true about Hollow Scream. Um, you know, I, one of my favorite uh, icons, they had um, sisters that were conjoined twins um, and they, they they pried themselves apart and then became uh, serial killers of, of <laughs> men. They would sleep with men and then kill them. And that was like one of their themes. That was one of their icons one year. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm totally digging this. So uh, they, they definitely seem to, to get away with a little bit more as far as, uh, you know, viciousness at that park. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to die, what a better way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the twins, right? <laughs> Going out in a blaze of glory. All right. So moving on from Hollow Scream, Universal Monster Steelbooks. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'll make this fast. So Alex Ross, who's a, probably one of the most renowned, he's a painter, but he does primarily comic book covers, sometimes comics, uh, very photorealistic. For the last year, he's been teasing these uh, Universal Classic Monster prints and being unveiled at Comic-Con. They just announced the prices. Each one is $595. So I was also told tonight at Red Lobster by my wife I'm not getting any of them. So if you still <laughs> wanted them but don't want to pay that, Best Buy is uh, – they're going to have the exclusive Steelbook versions of each movie, and they're selling them individually. There's seven in total. Right now they're 20 apiece. For pre-order, uh, yeah. September twelfth is when they're shipping. But you know what? I recommend closer to time. Do it, do it now. Hmm? You know, closer to time though, that stuff's gonna. There, there will probably have a sale closer to time. They'll, they'll probably drop the price a few bucks. But their last few steelbooks, after episode seven, the Kylo Ren steelbook came out. 
these things have been like impossible for me to find at release. I had to have yeah, my mother in law grab it, me the it, it depends. It depends on what it is. I know that the Marvel ones, from my experience, like when Thor uh, 2 came out, it was like really limited the amount of steelbooks they had. But then there's releases like Force Awakens, and now apparently um, Fate of the Furious came out with a steelbook this week, and there's like tons of them. Yeah, so it tonight, really just it goes on a case by case basis. Well, these being seven total, I can't see them overstocking them, and plus not really being in demand. Um, I went and pre-ordered them, but if you already own the Blu-rays or the DVDs, you're like, I don't really want the Steelbooks. These come with the digital copies of each movie as well. So, Where are they available, um, Nathan? Just Best Buy, only at Best Buy. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, it's interesting because last year, all of the Universal Monster movies were re-released at Walmart. So I wonder if they're like just being cyclical and going from big box to big box. Yeah, yeah probably. So the, the seven are Bride of Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Wolfman, Creature, Invisible Man, Dracula, and The Mummy. Yep. So 20 bucks a piece currently. Um, just go to BestBuy.com and you can pre-order them. And if Not, the price lowers between now and then, or it's on sale the week that it comes out, you do get the lower price as well. So, yeah. so and this is not a sponsored. No, <laughs> I wish, I wish. Uh, but what we will do is, but closer to time, uh, we'll remind you guys. <laughs> and then the the other product piece that I think I wanted to just talk through real quick was um, Fright Rags. I've bought a bunch of shirts from Fright Rags in the past. I think probably all of us have shopped up Fright Rags. They, they have really awesome horror t-shirts. Again, not a sponsored ad here for them at all. They don't know that we're talking about them. Um, they have a really amazing Predator Limited Edition mask and t-shirt box set that was up for pre-order. Now they're up uh, whatever's left to be available for just purchase through the site. They have two different versions of the mask. Um, and I apologize because I'm not up on all of my Predator goodness here. But one is like the standard Predator and one is the white Predator. Um, but it comes in like the old school, like um, Ben Cooper type box, you know, with uh, used to get Halloween costumes, at, you know, in before there was like a spirit Halloween or anything like that. And each of these things is limited to just a couple hundred or a few hundred things. I know, you know, we had that awesome house or awesome to some folks, Alien versus Predator a couple of years ago. And I think everyone's kind of like pined over the fact that they'd rather have a standalone alien house or predator house. But in the meantime, this is kind of like my pick. I think it's, it's, it's super cool. If you, if you collect the horror stuff, it's, yeah. it's a cool item. I have, um, I have a trick or treat, Sam from trick or treat, uh, from fright rags that I bought. That's the same thing done in the old school Halloween costume type box. It's got a, a Sam mask and a t-shirt. Um, so I, I love those packages. Uh, they have one. One of the boxes looks like a Topps baseball card variant or a trading card variant for the Predator thing. Um, so yeah, I, I might have to pick up one of them. They're not cheap, but they are sweet looking. So one thing we didn't talk about earlier, we we mentioned the Soul Collectors, but before we wrap up, I do want to mention that you know there is a countdown on that Soul Collectors clock to August third. Yes. So, you know, I, I, I believe, uh, you know, if we're going by, by our two-week clock, we will be recording bef- at least one episode before then. Uh, you know, but we, we, you know, if anything new comes out before then, of course, we'll let you know. Otherwise, we will definitely, uh, you know, you know, keep an eye out for August 3rd. But until then, uh, anything else you guys want to chat about? 
How about uh, plugs? Anybody got something that's going on that they want to mention? Mr. Jubov? Uh, I actually I have a tea public store that has some Halloween Horror Nights uh, designs. Um, the URL is tpublic.com slash user slash drubov, D-R-U-B-O-V. And if you hit me up on Twitter, it's one of the pinned tweets on my Twitter, so you can check it out. But there's a few Halloween Horror Nights designs I think some people might might dig. Inspired by. Yeah. Loosely yeah. inspired by. There's a really cool uh, HHN Bear shirt. So if anybody played along with HHN Bear two years ago, that shirt is out there. I think my favorite is the Vamp 55 one because it's so simple and it's it's it really looks uh, pretty authentic. Hmm. It's cool. Yeah, man. And Paul, anything? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, just y- y- we talked about this on the first show, but check me out, youtube.com slash ideology of madness. Or uh, if you've listened to this podcast at iomgeek.com, that's iomgeek.com. Dot com <laughs> and uh, you know tons of stuff. I post all my videos and things like that. As we near Horror Nights, we'll be you'll be getting written articles and things like that on that website as well, um, as well as my other podcast, Funny Books with Aaron and Polly. Uh, we just celebrated eight years of weekly comic book discussion podcasting. Um, so check that out. I don't have much to plug. Um, you guys are if you're interested, check out our YouTube channel, View from the Cheap Seats. Um, we've kind of gone into like um, slow and low mode lately where it's just more um, anything but theme park mode, but um, that's what we got going on. That's what's happening. It's not much to plug on this end. (laughs) Well, good episode guys. Uh, You know, considering there's been nothing, no real updates of Halloween Horror Nights. I think we had about a bunch to chat about. Uh, Make sure to hit us up at four Hauntsman on Twitter uh, four huntsmen at gmail.com am i right drew yes um and of course all of us on twitter iomgeek.com youtube all that stuff you know leave us comments feedback um ideas for future episodes and uh other than that i think we're good we'll talk to you guys next time all right great to Peace. you guys